Welcome to the Vital Dawn Podcast for Monday, June 13th. Everything is getting hit extraordinarily hard this morning. So you have S&P futures down 92 points. That's 240 basis points. The NASDAQ futures are down 350 points. That's about 3%. And then you have the Dow futures down about 600 points. That's about 2%. So down 2 to 3% for U.S. equity futures. Europe is getting hit about 2 plus percent overall. Very broad selling in Europe. Um, you do have underperformance in areas like autos, tech, and basic resources. All those groups are down three plus percent. Tech is off nearly four percent. Um, and then Asia was a sea of red. Although mainland China held in reasonably well, the Shanghai Comp ended down less than a percent, um, but the Hang Seng fell over three percent. So extremely heavy, um, heavy selling in equities, and then you're not really seeing any. Um, any rally in in treasury. So you have treasuries extending their losses to your yields, which are very sensitive to Fed expectations, are up about 15 basis points. You have another pretty dramatic repricing higher of Fed tightening expectations. So um, you know, just to give you an example, the the um the expected funds rate at the end of this year now stands at about 3.4%. Um, that number was below 2.6% just a few weeks ago towards the end of May. Um, so just to get it quickly out of the way, there's really no news out over the weekend. It was a very quiet weekend, very quiet morning. Um, you know, you do have, and this started during trading last week, so it's not really anything that was kind of incremental over the weekend. Um, but you do have some setbacks in China as as the um, you know the reopening process unfolds. You have um, mandated testing uh, in certain cities. You have certain restrictions getting reimposed in Beijing and Shanghai. Um, you know, you're not you you are not going back at least at the moment. Um, to full lockdowns in Shanghai um, and Beijing is still kind of making that progress to where it was a few weeks ago. But certainly the reopening process isn't going to be a linear one. Um, you know, they are still sticking with the zero tolerance approach to COVID. Um, I do think, though, they are not going to um, completely shut down Shanghai like was uh, like they did. Um, and you know, I just don't think that they will risk that type of an impact to their economy, but they are going to be extremely cautious. And even a small handful of cases will cause, um, you know, some pretty draconian responses. So I actually think the China COVID setback is certainly a risk. It's certainly not positive. I don't really think that's kind of the core issue of the markets right now. The big issue by far is the inflation number on Friday. Um, you know, if you go back to May, there was a sense that U.S. inflation was peaking, had peaked, um, Fed tightening expectations had peaked, and then China was fully um, on a path to reopening. So. All of those assumptions have been called into question starting last week. Um, you know, starting last week with China, and then on Friday you had that CPI number. Um, and I think you know one of the biggest issues now is you have no kind of major events on the calendar that can um, you know refute some of the inflation anxiety. So if you still are in the camp of inflation peaked in March, you know, core inflation still even the CPI on Friday suggests that March was a peak. I still think that the bulk of inflation. Um, peaked in March. Uh, I think the PCE that comes out at the end of this month won't be nearly as bad as the CPI, but that PCE won't hit till June 30th. So you have you know two weeks plus um, of just nothing on the calendar to kind of push back against the current anxiety that the Fed is even further behind the curve in fear that inflation is not even close to peaking, um, et cetera, et cetera. So that negative feedback loop, which which was such an issue back in April and early May. Um, is very much back in place right now. Um, and in terms of kind of just determining a bottom for stocks, the two 
key components to any type of valuation conversation, yields and earnings estimates. Um, you know, those are extremely, uh, those are very much in flux right now as yields continue to march higher um, and, uh, and, and people kind of mentally mark down the uh, EPS assumptions for the S&P both this year and then more importantly next year. So the print forecast for next year is still up around $250 for S&P EPS. Um, I don't think anyone believes that that is an accurate number. And it's just a question of how much you need to haircut it to uh, to kind of get a sense for uh, what is an appropriate valuation. Um, so that is pretty much everything. Like I said, you had, you know, there's really nothing kind of new in terms of big macro developments. Um, you did have some ugly uh, UK economic data for the month of April. But again, that's not really causing this this morning. Um, you did have uh, on the crypto front, this Celsius company, which is a, um, a crypto lending firm, is freezing withdrawals. Um, you know, I think that is a byproduct of, of what's happening in crypto, not really the cause of the uh, implosion of crypto prices this morning. You know, I've, I've, you know, I think over the course of the last several years, at least, crypto has yet to prove, um, has yet to kind of show any real tangible, real world applications. And so then it becomes just a, a vehicle purely to reflect speculation. And in, in an environment like this, it's it's really hard to kind of... Um, uh, to kind of, I think, kind of move back into into crypto assets. Uh, and that is everything for today. On the calendar, the only real major events for Monday will be the Oracle earnings after the close. Um, I put out a piece yesterday afternoon looking at kind of all the major macro events between now and Jackson Hole in August. For this week specifically, obviously, the Fed will be very much in focus. Um, you know, there's a big debate, will they go 50 or 75 I kind of think that misses the point. We're not. I don't think the market is selling off because they fear seventy-five basis points. The market's selling off because they fear that, um, you know, people had assumed that March was a peak in inflation, and now that assumption is being uh, called into question after the CPI on Friday. So, if the market was very comfortable that we have that we're well past the peak of inflation, that we're now firmly in a disinflationary phase, the market I think would be fine with the seventy-five basis point move by the Fed. The question, you know, the bigger issue is that. We don't know that inflation has hit a peak. Is the CPI going to go to 9%, 10%, et cetera? Um, so I don't really think that this is kind of a, you know, the Fed's going to go 75 basis points now type of a sell-off this morning. Um, and that is everything for today, Monday, June 13th. Thank you for listening.